Hello, we're live. We're rolling. 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 Welcome, everyone, to another episode of American Unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Hillary. And I'm the other one, Laura. <laughs> also known as the, she'll be forever known as the other one. The other moving one. Moving forward. Um, hi, hi, what's up? Hi, hi, hi. Um, so you've been doing a little bit of traveling. Yes. Tell me about why and where. So um, I have a new obsession, and um, I I don't know if I mentioned it, my new love. I'm not sure, previous, but you should yeah. talk about it. So um, I have a new uh, love uh, obsession with um, BTS, the band, the the legend, the the just amazingness of them. Explain what P- BTS is. <laughs> so they are a uh, Korean um, group. Boy band, um, one might no, say? Oh, I wouldn't, oh. No, don't put that on them. Okay. Yeah, don't put that on See, them. See, that's they why trans- I'm asking they questions. Transcend, they transcend that. Yeah, transcending, um, yes. But they are musical geniuses, and mm-hmm. they um, kind of bridged me into, into the world of... Um, Korean pop music and uh, Korean culture and K hyphen everything K everything and um, I love them dearly and I'm very emotionally attached to them (laughs) Um, and so um, with this uh, BTS journey I was up in New York Mm -hmm. um, for one of the members um, Suga Suga um, Mm -hmm. Also known as Augusty, was doing his solo concert. Oh, so, so he has two. He has two names. He has two names. He Wonderful. is one man, but he is so prolific. He, he has, has two names. Two names. names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as only the greats do. Yep. And so drove up to Long Island. Long Island to uh, see two of his shows. Um, nice. I felt very worldly. It was at. Um, U- UBS Arena, which is by um, Belmont Park. Don't. It, yeah. Sure. Yeah. What? And then I turned and realized this is where the Belmont Stakes are. I always knew that there was a horse oh, race horses. in New York, but never, like, my brain put it oh, like yeah. there was, like, a secret racetrack, you know, right down the road from the Empire State Building. Yeah. Because that's how my brain works. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, huh. Oh, Oh, horses putting horses. it all together, viewing the world, being yes. a woman of the world. Being a woman of the world of with Korean interests. Yes. So um, that was very exciting. And I went with um, two very lovely ladies um, who also support support this. Um, Your K-habit? My K-habit. Um, and if you are interested in more uh, K-pop um, one of my lovely lady friends, also named Laura. Oh. Um, I referred to her. She's as, not the other one. She's, she's the other Laura. The other Laura. <laughs> You're the other one. It makes it really easy to keep you guys. Um, I have like panic attacks because sometimes I, um, my friendship with um, the other Laura yes. is new and fresh while we have been together yes. for many years. Many years. So I will send you just like an, something that's absolutely filthy yeah. and be like, oh, fuck what Laura did. <laughs> oh, there's only one Laura that can 
handle this level yeah. of filth. She doesn't know I'm weird yet. Um, but <laughs> oh, she knows. <laughs> I just give off that vibe. Um, but she has a lovely podcast herself called K-Pop Wire. K-Pop uh, Wire. Yes. Let me guess what that's about. Um, it's about Korean music. Yeah. Oh, nailed it. Nailed Even it. Even with all of that um, thinly veiled um, trickery with the name. Um <laughs> So that was a few weeks ago, yeah. and then um, I just, just, just got back from New York again. Oh my God, being the globe trotter, so, well, I have least, become. Yeah, at least tri-state area yes. trotter. Um, to see Jackson Wang, who is a he is a Chinese singer, but he was in a K-pop group called Got Seven. Um, Got seven, and now he is uh, just did his solo tour. His, his so. solo tour. Uh, I really like his name. He sounds like um, a Chinese cowboy. Yes, which I really like. Um, and it, so it's sort of it is pop musics. And um, I saw pictures of you at both concerts, and you had quite the outfits on. Yes, it's a is that is that typical of. Um, K-pop concerts is that you dress in fun uh, costume makeup extravaganzas? Yeah, so um, they have kind of a cosplay aspect to it. Oh, love that. Um, so I have been really finding my freedom in um, doing some pretty really cool um, and elaborate outfits. I experimented with a black lip. Yes, yes. Um, which was very scary to me. Um, and then my eyes actually, I had done this really cool black makeup with gold. Yeah. And it looked like the gold on my eyes was actually, I. <laughs> it, most of my outfits involve a lot of body glue. Um, yes. Glued uh, gold foil. That oh, was actually shit. gold foil glued to my eyelid. Nice. Um, I'm sure that w- couldn't have gone wrong. Now, I will <laughs> I will give you a tip and yes. a tip to our listeners on black lipstick. As a person that um, doesn't wear a ton of makeup but watches a lot of TikTok, and if I was going to wear a lipstick, usually black is the way mm-hmm. I like to go, um, I found a great black lipstick that doesn't transfer, stays on great, um, from Unicorn Gang. Oh. And it smells nice. It feels good. It stays on for a long time because black can be very tricky. It was, like, I felt like I needed to, like, pour one out for my emo brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, a black lip is hard. Yeah, it's tough to maintain. Hard. Yeah. I looked like, and then, like, my teeth were very white. So I yes. can, you can't smile when you're wearing a yes. black lip or you look like some kind of demented ghoul. You're a ghoul. Yes. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it yeah. was a challenge. I yeah. I took it off for the after party. Yeah. Um, and taking it off too because you, <laughs> you've done a lot of prep to get it on there and have it and stay. I, and then like it, even though I was using like makeup remover, yep. it doesn't wipe off clean. I, I yep. look like a tiny like, um, like a chimney sweep. Yep. Girl, yes. You're not telling me something I don't know. Yeah, so um, it was, it was your very pain. exciting. Um, but but yes, the, the that... Unicorn Gang uh, lip, black lip uh, gloss stuff is, it's probably not a gloss, but it's it's great. Yeah. It's and it on stays brand on. for us. It's on brand, and it's on brand for mm-hmm. us. Yes. 
So, and I learned about that on TikTok because I was following somebody who like was trying out a bunch of different black mm-hmm. lip stuff and that was the one that she liked the best. And yeah. I was like, well, this girl knows her shit. Yeah. No, fascinating. But yeah, yeah. I so, love yeah. the um, cosplay as- yeah. aspect of it. And like you put together a costume very well. Thank you. You're such a creative. Thank you. Um, only in when it involves body glue, apparently. I mean, um, but yes, no, it's it's very fun. But it's a little bit drag too, yes. right? It's like a it's a little bit drag, a little bit cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. No, it's it's very fun. So um, I have another concert coming up this week. So <laughs> what day is that going to be? Tuesday. Where in where is it? In DC. Oh, it's yeah. in DC. Yeah. So nice. Um, oh, gonna hit it up. So. Well, so that'll be a little bit easier. Yes, yes, a little less. Um, but I, I do have sound check for this one, which means I'm going to be there f- f- starting at like two o'clock. So nice. um, the exciting thing about being a mother and mm. also a prolific um, concert goer is um, mm. I've perfected the portable pump. Yeah. At the venue. So I was in like general admission pumping on the floor. And you dump after you pump. You pump a dump because what else? You can't refrigerate. You're not going to carry a refrigerator. (laughs) I tried. It was a bit cumbersome. (laughs) Like Um, one of those organ donation uh, coolers. So um, it is definitely a complication, but um, embracing it fully and I'm excited for. forthcoming years when I don't have to have that extra well you could uh, stop at any time right yes. at this point I could but now it's an addiction yeah so. that's I mean right like who are you doing yeah. this for yourself or the child <laughs> it's an addiction much like cryptids for us well yes and I will say one more thing about your milkies and that is that you are a prolific milk producer and that's amazing yes And so when you're good at something, you just want to keep doing it. It's true. I also send um, many milks to um, NICU babies. So we just, I just hit 25 gallons that I've donated (laughs) in the past three months. (laughs) That, I, that is so much. Yeah. So it's going to be the baby. Wow. Congratulations to your boobs. Thanks. Just good work. They accept many accolades. Um. <laughs> Yay! So, um, and in a perfect segue from my yeah. boobs. Segue. Um. Do you want to guess where cryptid is from? Um. Yes. Let me guess. <laughs> With no context. Yeah. No context whatsoever. Just a blind guess. Not not guessing. Is it a country? Um, featuring that has like musical stylings of a place that you would like. So, um, no, <laughs> because remember we alternate. <laughs> oh, oh, so this is an American place, right? <laughs> yeah. This is a country within the continental United States. Yeah. Oh, and I wouldn't say I am particularly fond of the music. Um, n- no, I mean no diss. But um, not particularly fond of the musical stylings coming out of Ca- Central Kansas. Oh, Kansas! I mean, <laughs> I enjoy the band Kansas yeah. very much. <laughs> Carry on, my wayward son, yeah. I believe, is one of their pops. Um, okay, yeah. so we're in the we're in the little different, yeah, tornado bowl or something. <laughs> tornado bowl. Is that a 
it's like a Tostita bowl, but yeah, with full of tornadoes, full of tornadoes and green faced witches. Yes. Um, oh, take me to take me to Kansas. Yes, I will. I will. Um, so today we're going to discuss the um, cryptid and legend. Oh, oh, yes, I love a legend slash legend of Sinkhole Sam. <gasps> oh. My God. Okay, so not heard yeah, of Sinkhole Sam. No, no, no. Um, but you know, uh, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, that I lived in Florida, and that is a place where sinkholes are, and they are a truly amazing and terrifying. They can pop up anywhere. They will eat your home. Everything yes. just falls into the earth. Oh, yes, please tell me about Sinkhole Sam. So, Sinkhole Sam is a worm-like creature that is said to inhabit a portion of Inman Lake in Kansas, known as the Sinkhole. Okay. So, prior to the 1920s, um, there was a string of freshwater lakes that stretched across parts of central Kansas. Um, And many of them came within a couple miles of the town of Inman. Um. Back then, people used to, you know, do what they do on lakes, um, fish and hunt and enjoy them. Um, But then eventually the lakes were drained, um, which caused um, Lake Inman to have uh, to create then uh, many low pockets of water that became known as sinkholes. Oh, so, okay, but hold, please. So um, I've heard of like diverting waters yes. to make dams and then power things or to uh, d- dam or drain lakes for um, like making doing farming mm-hmm. diversion things um, but I've never heard of doing that draining lakes where does water go and and then um, you and then the sinkholes because I, and uh, I don't know, like, the science behind sinkholes. I'm so sorry. I don't. <laughs> but, like, that they sort of just, like, happen because it's, like, in Florida, I can tell you that, like, there's, like, an aquifer. Yeah. Like, so there's, like, a layer of water underneath the land. And yeah. so, like, that's why in Florida you can't have a basement because you will just hit water. Yes. Okay. So that's what I know. And that's so, so sometimes the, like, substrate directly beneath the part of ground that you walk on just like goes falls into the aquifer maybe science folks is what i'm explaining right now yes we're a science-based podcast yes this is so much science um so i think that this is more like that these were like lower areas of this lake that had been drained and so they didn't drain out all of those like very low bits so Mm. you just like It'd be like mud and then like, oh, there was like some water and they were like kind of deep. and But it be, like they were like small enough that you wouldn't be like, you wouldn't walk up and be like, oh my God, look at this lake. You'd be like, Dada, oh God. Oh, it's, it's almost like quicksand <laughs> yeah. or like a pit of despair yes. or something. A despair pit. I'm so into this. Um, And even though they have... Drained it. Inman Lake remains the largest natural lake in the state of Kansas. So they so they didn't drain all of it. Just some of these yes. like smaller yeah. pockets. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
And the largest of the sinkholes became locally known locally as the big sinkhole. <laughs> and clever. In, and in the big sinkhole um, is where the legend of sinkhole Sam was born. Oh yeah. And emerged yeah. from the quagmire. Yeah. <laughs> The murky Kansas mud. Oh my god. So, um, Sinkhole Sam is described as, um, by people who have seen him, um, as being approximately 15 feet in length and as round as an automobile tire. Uh, um, oh, okay. He's described as being very snake like. Um, other reports say he's between 15 and 30 feet long. Um, and is just this, you know, squiggly, squiggly snake or monster, much or very similar to a creature we have. Um, mm. The Mongolian yes, death worm. Yes, yes. Uh, shockworm, yeah. if you will. He doesn't yes. have electrical powers. Um, oh, the, p- but the power of electricity. Yeah, right. the power of electricity does not flow within him. Um, <laughs> but he is described as being very similar in, in, in features. So worm worm like features. Worm like features. Yeah, okay. So Sinkhole Sam, the the legend, I will use his um uh government full, name. Yes, full full government, full government name. name. <laughs> yes. What's um, on his passport? Yes. So the first sighting of him happened in nineteen uh fifty two when an a um eighteen year old Mennonite farm boy mm. um from a town in Kansas saw this saw him. And Elbert, also known as Bert Newfield, allegedly fired two shots from his hunting rifle in an attempt to kill this sinkhole Sam, the you know, greatest legend, the the man, the the lizard, the snake or, legend. Yeah. But but for but the instinct to just shoot a gun yes. at whatever you're seeing, acknowledge that, and then let's just keep going. Yeah, I right. think that that's the. Um, I think with all of all of our cryptids, I think most of these stories have started out with like, yeah. they saw it and then they shot at Sh- it. Tried to shoot at it. Yeah. So there had been multiple reports of a massive snake-like creature swimming in the big sinkhole. <laughs> um, and uh, that's apparently the name, according to the Kansas State Department of Transportation. So that's also the sinkhole's full government name. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> and um, and so this is the sinkhole is a few miles outside of Inman, a tiny town northwest of Wichita. Okay. And um, at this time um, in around 1952 it was home to approximately 500 um farmers tradespeople, and shop owners and they mm-hmm. were just kind of being plagued by this um this legend of this monster um the play they're like oh i have a single sam again with this guy <laughs> he will not go away uh, of course we're gonna shoot at him yeah. did you shoot at him <laughs> So, um, in 1952, a veteran Kansas newspaper columnist named Ernest Elva Dewey traveled to Inman to... Uh, Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What was his name? Ernest Elva Dewey. Love it. Great name. Yeah. Three first names. Yep. Love Um, it. (laughs) Was, um, came to Inman to figure out what was going on. He, um, his writing career 
began as a publicist for traveling a traveling circus and he had kind of a reputation for kind of investigating these local legends love um he once attributed a ufo sighting to an airborne kansas dragon known as the ball-tailed schnickel hoopus okay pl- <laughs> so can he's we- very silly can you please put that on your the list, list of, of cryptid future. yeah that's a that's because that's uh that's a mouthful yes. um and he's, so he's a fun guy yeah he's yeah he's a, he's a very he's very cool <laughs> yay for 1952 Kansas. So um, he wrote an article that was published in the Selena Journal Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and in it, he claimed that he had brought along a, a scientist sidekick by the name of Dr. Ermis P. Quittlebaum. But he's a doctor, so you know but it's he's working. But he's a doctor and yeah. was probably white, a white man. So yeah. everyone listened to him. Yep. Um, and during this... Um, he brought in this great, you know, scientific mind, um, and that they decided, uh, the, the, the doctor informed them that Sinkhole Sam was a creature known as a Fupengerkel. Oh, um, yeah. okay, so I'm writing this down so yeah. I can spell it out. Fupin, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how it's spelled. Okay, Fupin, F U P, because Fup, Fup, Pen, P E N, Gurkle. Just how gurgle is. Yeah. Gurgle. Yeah. L- looking at that word, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. And um, this creature was reported to be one of the extinctest creatures ever <laughs> to inhabit the camp. <laughs> oh, God. Extinctist. Yes. Oh my god, I love this. And um, this is when Sinkhole Sam um, became gendered because oh. they maintained that no female Fupengerkels ever existed. Um, uh, 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 so, for, first of all, the fact that it's Sam, which is could be it, that is a non-gendered yes. name in my uh, in my opinion. Um, but where do baby uh, Fupin gurgles come from? If there's I no, are they just nature finding a way? Yeah, sort of. I guess you know I, we wouldn't know because okay. according to the article, Sam did not seem to realize that he was extinct. Mm. Um, so you know he, you know this was a real a real uh, identity crisis moment mo- moment for Sam. Oh bless. Um. So the and so Flupengerkels, according to this article, were said to inhabit the subterranean canvas um, caverns, and this was this um, quote unquote fact explained why such a large animal could exist in a body of water that was only fifteen feet deep in the middle after a hard rain. Okay, so the big sinkhole, yes, was only fifteen feet deep. At a wet time. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it was the most wet. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it's peak, this. At peak precipitation. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that the big sinkhole was just like Sam's like, like rooftop pool. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Um, right. 
Um, the article by Dewey concluded that fishermen and swimmers had nothing to worry about because <laughs> Quetelbaum's research um, indicated that floop and gurkles were, quote, terribly dumb and very vegetarian. <laughs> That's rude. So I thought you might have feelings about the combination of those two um, um, traits. Uh, dumb vegetarians. Um, <laughs> I, I, so fun. It was canvas in the 1950s. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, it could be today very much yeah. making that same equation. Um, anywhere in this country, because, mm. or in France in particular, they, that there's a misunderstanding standing of why a person would be a vegetarian um but here's the thing i'm not gonna argue with a dumb vegetarian thing yeah i can't spell the word vegetarian yeah. and i am one uh so go for it yeah shots fired i'll i'll take that no spell vegetarian yeah i'm not going to i Do just it. Do i it wrote live. veg veg <laughs> so vegetarian today i'm spelling it v-e-g-i-t-a-r-i-a-n oh you were so vegetarian. close right yeah. um yep i'm gonna spell it you however the, i want you put the I, I, I in vegetarian yeah i put the i in vegetarian um <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is this is dyslexia yeah. corner. Uh, this is dumb vegetarian corner. <laughs> with Laura. I love it. I can't wait to talk more about dumb vegetarian. Sinkhole Sam. This is also hilarious because um, earlier when we were getting ready for the podcast, Nick was making his breakfast burrito, and yeah. he always makes me extra turkey bacon, and he asked if I wanted extra turkey bacon, but Laura thought he was talking to her. Yeah. With which she proudly claimed, I don't eat no meat. Um, I don't eat no meats. So, um, Yeah, but he wasn't talking to me anyway. He was not. He wasn't offering me (laughs) any meats that I didn't want. Yeah. It did smell really good. Yeah. So. This is my, this is my gift. Um, so this spoof article, um, Alleged mm-hmm. spoof article. Alleged. Yep. Brought hordes of monster hunters to Section 27, which is a square mile of land um, southeast of Inman, and the northeast mm-hmm. corner of Section 27 is where you can find the big sinkhole okay. and Sam's rooftop pool. <laughs> um, in uh, the Penner family has owned this plot of land okay. since 1874. Um, oh. And in Mel Penner's book, Section 24, A Century on a Family Farm, sounds like a hoot. Yeah. Um, he describes coming home from church one Sunday afternoon and seeing all of these people at the edge of the big sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Um, he said people were hoping to catch a glimpse of the 30-foot foopengurkle. Mm-hmm. Um and he noticed that every, like, window was ro- rolled down and everyone was, like, here and excited to see um, Sinkhole Sam. Huh. Um, then in 1953, news of Sinkhole Sam's um, appearance reached Kansas City. And the Newspaper Enterprise Association sent a reporter, Mary Kay Flynn, to the scene. Um, Flynn found in her reporting that numerous, quote, responsible citizens described, <laughs> they were, very, they had bow ties on, 
They were very responsible. Um, they looked both ways when they were crossing the street. They hold the pointy yeah. end of their scissors yes. in their fist Fists. when they're yeah, walking. They never ran with scissors. Right. They were very responsible. Wonderful for um, them. Described St. Cole Sam as 15 feet long with a fluted tail and a long fin on his back. Hmm. Um, they also um, couldn't help but notice Sam's big quote, non-snake-like grin, you know, like he had like a little wink in his eye. Aw, you. And Flynn, um, Flynn's article um, also included um, the first, this is with the first account of uh, Newfield, that um, Mennonite boy. Oh, yes. um, You know, using the sinkhole, or trying to um, shoot at Sam. Um, And... She, the um, Newfield said that he had hit him, but another witness said that he, that Sam got away from the the um, havoc. So it's you know then in October twelfth of nineteen fifty three, um, news newspapers from all over the country, from Eugene, Oregon to Panama City, Florida, had picked up on you know the the lure of of sinkhole Sam. So, um, you know, there's a lot of questions about, you know, if uh, this was just like a hoax to boost tourism Hmm. or if they were just like, you know, country people, the locals were just like making, you know, poking fun at, you know, those big wigs in in the big, big city. But why? But but why? Why would they do that? But the only witnesses that have um, been named are, are dead, so we can't ask them. Well, um, we could, but they probably won't get back to us. <laughs> they won't. Well, we could, yeah, get get a seance going. Um, and uh, but a lot of people do believe that because the um, boy was a Mennonite, and they're not prone to exaggeration. Uh, I mean, uh, but like they certainly don't. T- uh, okay, don't don't know for sure, but like they don't have like a TV. Yeah, like makeup. Cryptids in a sinkhole, yes. typically, I would think. Yes. And during Maybe that the time period. was their TV. Yes. Oh they my were just God. watching the sinkhole. <laughs> I love sinkhole channel. Um, <laughs> and, um, but they said that um, the Newfield family was not eager to, like, promote this story. Um, hmm. And, uh, Dr. Edward Newfield, uh, psycho- he was a psychologist, and he was 16 years old when his older brother's sinkhole Sam story became public. Mm-hmm. And the family, I guess, was, like, very embarrassed by it and didn't oh. want to, like, talk about it. Because all they had was a sinkhole TV to watch. Yeah, they d- and they didn't want other people watching their sinkhole TV. Yes, exactly. They didn't want them to know about the excellent television. The programming, yes. Yes, the programming. Um... So, uh, in the late 1960s, um, a hunting party was organized um, by the citizens of Kingman um, to track down a 20-foot animal that was as big around as a man. And this was, uh, an animal had been reportedly, had reportedly devoured a calf um, in the nearby Kingman County State Lake. So, so, so this is not sinkhole Sam. This is well. Someone this is else. a similar. It is a foopin gurgle. Yeah, a similar. A yes, origin. The extinctiest um, creature yeah. known to man, <laughs> known to Kansas. 
Um, <laughs> so um, the uh, largest, so according to Travis Taggart, the president and executive director for the Center for Northern American Herptology, the largest hmm. snake um, that is common in the Inman area is called a gopher snake. And oh. it's the largest native Kansas snake and can re- reach lengths of approximately 89 inches. So they believe that um, Sinkhole Sam might be a gopher snake um, because gopher snakes don't mind getting in the water and getting a little a little wet. Get- <laughs> and um, apparently I wouldn't know this because I hate snakes. And if mm-hmm. I see a snake, I flee. Um, yeah. Snakes are very difficult to size when they're coiled up, um, but especially when they're moving or swimming, they look a lot bigger because they're disgusting and have no arms or legs. They don't move yes. in a way. Um, so I just Googled um, gopher snake, and there is a Pacific gopher snake that is uh, non-venomous, uh, but it's western coast of uh, North America. But that's not helpful uh, because that's Pacific. That's very specific. Because it's very specific. Yes. Yeah. I hate snakes. Like, with a passion. We were walking um, Kira, taking Kira on a walk, and I saw a snake, and I inadvertently, not that I would harm it, but, like, I saved its life because I, like, it was, like, six feet in front of us and like a laser I like my body just reacted and Nick would have run it over with a stroller so like I saved its life by like having a complete mental breakdown because a like six inch garter snake was in my vicinity oh yeah so yeah I mean yeah um uh I will say this um Specific Pacific um, gopher snake, which has to be a different one. Ad- adults, I don't know if you want to hear any of this, but adults are 36 to 84 inches long. Yeah. Yeah, this says I think that they could get up to 89. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. I mean, don't they eat gophers? Gophers are very big. Oh, is that what they eat because that's what they're named after? Or maybe I was hoping that they looked like gophers and that's why they, <laughs> they were named gopher look. snakes. There is um, a cape gopher snake, uh, but these I feel like, Google okay, so, oh, there's there's ones. Oh, there's some that live in, um, there's the Sonoran gopher snake, San Diego gopher snake, Pacific gopher snake, Great Basin gopher snake. Uh, San Martin, Jesus, this just keeps going on and on. There's a lot of snakes, but I actually don't see any gopher snakes. Oh, yes, here we go. The bull snake um, is a subspecies of the gopher snake. Okay. Oh, all right. I don't like looking at this picture anymore, but okay. Yeah. Verified. Yes. By Wikipedia. Yes. So now with a lot of our cryptid stories... We dive into what could this be? What could it be? Because, you know, with a lot of this this stuff, and I, I am also thinking back to our recent episodes about British big cats. Yes. Um, wow. That people are seeing something. Yeah. So, you know, what, you know, this is, this is probably a legitimate cr- creature, maybe not a full-on 
foop and gurkle. Yeah. Um, but there's something yeah. that, you know, is now being, now has been displaced because yes. humans came in and started draining their habitat. Mm-hmm. And now it, you know, they, it, it could have been something that is now trapped in that area because all of its aquatic access points have now been cut off you know cut off and it's yeah. just trying to like live live yeah can i live um can i please live um and then a lot of people think so there haven't been um any sightings of sinkhole sam in recent years so they hmm. think that he could have lived a you know normal uh animal's lifespan okay because that's fair but so things that it has been equated to um could he be some kind of you know earthworm you know Mm -hmm. like our mongolian deathworm fan yeah um and there are um several species of earthworms that can get quite big Um. um yeah, so the giant gypsum earthworm in Australia, where everything terrifying lives, yep. even earthworms, um, their average length is over three feet, oh. and they have been seen to grow as long as nine feet. There's what? A South African species of earthworm that's average length is six feet, but they have been found to grow to 22 feet. What? Yes. The Oregon giant earthworm can be in excess of three feet. What? Yes. And, um, you know, most worms spend the bulk of their time underground, but they can be, um, they can go in the water. So um, they're just like digging through the ground through that water table. But, but their girth, does their girth match their, like as they're getting larger, are they getting fatter? Because like, I've seen some longworms before, yeah. but they're all the same. Yeah, I think length. it's length, not girth. Right, because but they said that the girth of Sinkhole Sam was a car tire. Yeah. So maybe he was really maybe he had just eaten a bunch of car tires. Um, <laughs> so um, you know, could he be some kind of you know giant sea worm where? Um, Sea worms can be upwards of 26 feet in length what? and can have the girth of a vehicle uh, tire. They can be this big, um, but there's no evidence of freshwater versions of these, like, big-ass worms. Yeah, that's bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, another possibility, an, a giant eel. Um, okay. There's many species of freshwater eel. Yeah. Um. And this, people seem to think this might be the most logical explanation. Hmm. Um, but American eels uh, in, that have been caught in Kansas have been close to three feet, which is a far cry from, you know, the 15, 15 feet. But yeah. it could have been an abnormally large one, you know, that just. I don't buy it. You know. They're real slippy, too. They have, yeah. like, slime all over them. Do they have sassy grits? Um, I actually, I think eels do sort of have like a little sassy, saucy grin. Yeah, like, hey, what's up, y'all? Um, there could also be, um, you know, obviously the most common 
thought uh, where you jump is um, that it could be a snake. Um, the giant anacondas, oh. common length reaches seven feet, but can reach up to 30 feet. Um, and they are a water snake. Um, reticulated hmm. pythons can reach oh, up to 30 right. feet in the wild. Um, apparently, they're um, in Kansas City. There's a 25-foot-long reticulated python named Medusa. Nice. And Medusa was the Guinness record holder for being the largest snake in captivity. So while these aren't native to Kansas, it's possible, you know, during this time there were lots of traveling circuses and sideshows going through. So it's possible that um, one of these large snakes was, you know. Yeah. Decided to get off of the the you know put his life of showbiz behind him. behind him yeah. and retire to a nice sinkhole. Yeah. Um, there is also the possibility that there is some kind of um, prehistoric you know creature that was trapped in an underground cavern. Yeah, I'm here for that. Like. Tantanaboa and oh yes you you know what I'm talking about oh yeah which was an extinct snake whose length was about 50 feet long um and Kansas has a large population of prehistoric paddlefish okay so it's possible that you know there was you know something living in the subterranean caverns Mm -hmm. that was kind of locked out and then Mm -hmm. like what would they eat but Maybe, but there's know. if they're if they're locked in, there could yeah. be other things locked in. Yeah, down maybe there. he was so big he couldn't get out, but like little foodies could get in. Yeah, um, and that just kind of like the the manipulation and um, of the land could have allowed for like shifting of yeah. holes. Yeah, <laughs> as is you know, as holes do as holes do. Um, and a lot of people think that, like, he had been, like, hanging out in some, like, subterranean cavern that then filled with water. Mm. And then he was like, now I can swim out. I've been stuck in here for millennia. <laughs> I was so bored. I just want some magazines. I just want to show everyone my sheepish, sheepish grin. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and yeah, so then... And then he was, like, hanging out, and then they started draining the lakes, and he got kind of cut off from his home and his television. He just wants to go home. (laughs) Um, Or be someone's television. Yes. So um, there's lots of, you know, possibilities, and um, personally, I'm on Eel or Snake Gate, but um, I don't want to be because I hate snakes. I'm here for a uh, foop and gurgle. Oh, yeah. Extinctiest. The extinctiest. Um, extinct. Yeah. Late, yeah. Like cavern floating to Dweller, the surface. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm on that yeah. team. So, um, but yeah, that is the, um, and so he hasn't been seen, you know, in recent um, years, but he is a prolific legend in the area. Yeah. There's a lot. He has tons of admirers, lots of merch. Nice. Um, that you can uh, explore and, um, you know, maybe head out to Section 27 and see if you can spot your own foop and gurgle. Oh, my um, God. And that is the uh, history, legend, lore of 
sinkhole sam i love it good job the broody vegetarian dumb vegetarians so oh yeah. yay i love it sinkhole sam yeah i just feel like if it was a snake like in in any of these people saw it they would be like oh there's a giant snake in there <laughs> right but that's not what they're saying yeah. they're like um hello please it's huge <laughs> yeah you're huge and and like these are people who are you know on the land and seeing nature things it's like true, they're not yeah gonna... they're not like city folks terrified of right like, who are like oh something's on the ground it like, must be a snake like people at my next door who are like i saw a fox run into the woods everyone stay in your homes <laughs> They're very concerned about nature. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but uh, but like these people know nature. They're gonna know if it's a snake or an eel or an earthworm or a foopengurkle or a foopengurkle. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow, amazing. I love it. That's very like small town. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. I love it. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us on our journey today, and we hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, feel free to connect with us on social media or, like, give us a like or just, like, let us know you're there because we don't believe anybody listens to this podcast. That's true. <laughs> I'm convinced all of our listens are bots. Um, yeah, from bless our website. them. But um, we really, if you are real and you aren't the extinctiest listener, um in the world thank you for yes thank you so much your time and um as always keep it weird